Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. And welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and today we continue the Westworld Watch, where we've got the ugly, the beauty, and the disarray. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you, and thank you for joining me on the 242nd episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. We're breezing right through the 200s because I think we've done essentially at least two a week since uh, since we started it. So it's it's going by nice mm. and quick. But uh, Westworld, Season 4, Episode 5, Zhuangzi, written by Wes Humphrey and Lisa Joy, directed by Craig William McNeil. And we got our got a first episode and a couple written by Lisa Joy, uh, I don't know that she's written one this season, not not one that I can recall anyway, but she's uh, an original creator of the show. As soon as I saw that name pop up mm. in the in the written by at the beginning, at the end of the theme song, I went, yeah, baby, it's going to mm. be a fucking good one. <laughs> Anytime Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan hasn't really been on the writing side in a few in a couple seasons, but uh, anytime Lisa Joy is popping up, I'm like, it's going to be a good one. And. We continue the trend this week because Zhuangzi was special. Mm, indeed, it was very necessary episode two. Because um, now, I mean, we only got three more episodes left uh, to wrap this all up. Um, I still really have no idea where it's going. Where, like, if it's just going to be total war or. You know, just, and, I don't know. And that's the thing, because it feels like the the reveals last week, the conclusions last week and stuff, that felt like end of season shit. You know what I'm saying? That didn't feel like, oh yeah, we're halfway through now. You know what I'm saying? Like, now we got a whole other half of the show. This was the first step on the other side of those reveals. And uh, it was a good first step on the other side of those reveals. It was kind of like a... All right, anything you're not 100% getting, we're going to try and clarify for you a little bit without mm. being too exposition-y. We're still going to make stuff unclear. We're still going to make stuff vague. You're going to kind of be wondering what's going on in some places. But uh, it'll confirm little things, you know, little mm. things that y- you should have already by now. But, uh, mm. man, it was what? a goodie. I guess what was confirmed, like I like Christina's life, was kind of confirmed here. Well, and Teddy. here's the thing for me is that like uh, I've been operating under the assumption she's Dolores. Mm. There, are, there are apparently a great many people who have not, uh, and I've just kind of been like, I, I don't like the whole time in my head. This is Dolores under some sort of 
mind control sort of thing where she's forgotten something or whatever. Like, but it is Dolores at her core. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's the part that gets me about her storyline is if this is all just a stepping stone into host world, host, you know, valley beyond sort of stuff. This is just for them to have fun, do whatever. And Christina put herself here, you know, and wiped her memory and everything so that she wouldn't remember whatever, so she could just have fun. Why was Hale seeming so hostile towards her? Like, whenever they were sitting down having lunch, Hale was just, like, poking. Oh, you met a guy. Who is this guy? What does he do? Um, what you seem different. What's going on with you? You mm-hmm. know, is it just, is it just for the fidelity sake? You know, she's just doing her interviews, making her rounds. You know, whatever. Um, because what I'm thinking now, well, no, because Hale was in the same park that Christina was in, but was that only because she was meeting her there for lunch? Anyway, the long the whole point I'm trying to make is that like is there just par- Westworld parks all over the world and each host just gets like a city to themselves? You know, like and Hale is just going around checking in on all these different cities, all these different hosts like that have their entire park to themselves and they can set up the park in any way they want. Mm-hmm. Or so I don't I don't know. Um well, I'm I'm interested in how much of the world uh, exists beyond here. Mm. Uh, well, the how many of the like thirty eight outliers or whatever do you think have escaped and are in the revolution and shit? <clears throat> because they said that they have to go into the desert to hide from their tracking and stuff. You know, like, right? Could mean that literally everywhere else, like literally everywhere else, is is taken over. Yeah, man, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know, but I'm ready to find out. Are you ready to jump into a, mm. a, a scene by scene breakdown of sorts? Yes, sir. I'm ready. All right. So we open here, and uh, we're with uh, with our host in black as he's uh, fucking with a he- a wealthy couple at a nice little restaurant. Uh, and you know this this guy's going on and on about a very very typical uh very typical white man with success uh mm. tirade <laughs> here uh you know like yeah of course i have privilege of course i've seen it you know like i know this for a fact but damn i've worked hard to get where i'm at i deserve every <laughs> bit of it i should not feel bad about it and uh i love i love the hosts just always always hating these motherfuckers mm. and and you know him being like a, a essentially you think that's air you're breathing right now mm-hmm. yeah, going, morpheus, going but morpheus. more of like a more of like a if morpheus if morpheus was evil exactly exactly know? essentially essentially hitting him with that where he's like nah bro you ain't you ain't done a single fucking thing you think you have freedom oh 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 no! <laughs> What's my name, friend? <laughs> that was like yeah. That was he's the like point. I just sat down. 
five minutes ago. Because I was trying to, during this whole conversation, I'm like, all right, are they hosts? Are they humans just being controlled? Let's, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to figure this out. And then he's like, all right. You know, there are I, two teams. I just got here. Yeah. And yeah. you're not, and you're not in the one you think you are. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean they're actually hosts who think they're humans? I think it's it's like a a multiple meaning phrase. Like, yeah, like you in are the, the, in the sense of their conversation, mm-hmm. it was you're not in the successful world that that you think you are. You know, you're you're very blind to the world that that you actually that you're in. And then also the host versus human, two sides of the coin. I think, but this also there's made like it... a blurred line. It's not like hard cut hosted human now no yeah yeah Um, yeah they're essentially the same you know because charlotte hale is treating them exactly as they got treated in the park you know she's not every little move they make going Mm. all right this is what you're gonna do this is what you're gonna do she'll stop them she'll do what she needs she's forward in season one Mm. you know like she's She'll pause them. She'll let them keep going on their loops. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll do their own shit. They'll keep doing their own thing until Hale goes, all right, now this is what I need you to do. And uh, that's really, really fucking interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm digging it. I'm really digging it. But uh, Clementine interrupts this conversation here and uh, says, says that he's needed elsewhere. A colleague's appetites have become unsustainable Mm. it's like ooh, wonder what the fuck that means that's ominous as all hell and host and black tells them not to move until he returns and then they literally freeze Mm. um and you're like ha ha i see um question if these are humans who are being controlled to what degree what they have in their brain i don't really care but they're still humans at like the core Mm. it seems it seems that this storyline was supposed to be like, all right, when these people die, they die. Like it's there's no bringing them back like a host. There's no little uh, oh, you know, healing ball. gun, yeah. yeah, little healing gun thing that just magically heals you. It's like when they're dead, they're dead, but they don't really care. It's like they're humans. We were probably going to kill them anyways. This way, we can have fun with them, and when they die, whatever. There's um, beauty in this world. In order. So, like, if these people are, like, still human, like, I'm trying, I'm, do they still need, like, food? Or, like, if William made them sit there for, like, three days, do they just die? Probably. You know, like, because I guess they were starting to sweat and stuff, where a normal host would just, like. Be there forever. Just, yeah, yeah, like, freeze almost, they just. They're just chilling. But I've got I've got a great many questions. So and we'll get to this more later, but mm, true. the transcending, you know, the uh the next step in their evolution, is it from the human to a host? Like you you're opting to alter your life so that you will live forever as a host? Or is it the hosts that exist opting to evolve to whatever's next? Immediately, I was thinking it was the hosts transcending because they were cutting 
you know, the brain ball out of that guy, and then they put in the thing, whatever. But then you hear, like, the conversation that's, you know, Hale and William are having, and it's like, it's hard for people to give up their humanity. It's hard for people to, you know, like, I'm sorry more people aren't joining you, and it's like, maybe they're just talking more on how the hosts, you know, haven't strayed away from what they That's how I perceive that that conversation is that they're like uh we were programmed by them so we have their tendencies like that's what the man in black even says like we have we are created by them with their appetites mm. you know like we we want what they want and uh so i t- i take it that the transcendence is whatever's beyond that going past human need and human want uh going full robot um and it would be very interesting to see, well, because the outlier that ended up, um, no, that was a host. No. No, the outliers The outliers are all human. Yeah, yeah, the outlier that was at the tower that, that no, that was the girl, the girl that was at the, no. Hmm. Who was the one who was laying dead at the tower, gun wound in the head and like laying over the water with like a flower in her hand was that, that the host was this, that killed that was this chick who's about to come up the the colleague whose appetites became unsustainable so uh they arrive so at she didn't have black goo right oh yeah interesting i didn't even consider that but here's the thing though she was a host. Because they walk in and uh, Clementine goes, she's two years old. That's true. She, or, yeah. So she did her human to host thing two years ago. In theory, yeah. In theory, yeah. So they arrive at this apartment and follow a trail of bodies. And they, they find a host named Hope. Who uh, Clementine says, you know, won a mysterious game and was supposed to transcend. And this this mention of, you know, winning the game, finding the center of the maze, mm. shit like that. Uh, very, very, like, we're back in that season one of Westworld bag, man. It feels so, so classic now. But, uh, mm. yeah, so she thinks she's won a game and that she's supposed to transcend. Uh, but instead, you know, she's murdered several and uh, our boy Billy Bot reprimands Hope for being so careless with the humans, you know. Mm. Uh, care and subtlety went into each of them, and they can't just be replaced. Uh, she mm. can enjoy them, but not waste them. He says, there are no rules here, that's the point. But, <laughs> there are also no rules for what I can do to those that don't <laughs> respect this place. That's a pretty badass line. Oh, right dude. There. I Like, this... You know how crazy it is that they've created a character that has been awesome. You know, like, I, I've never liked the guy. You know, like, I've always mm. been like, he sucks. I hate him. But he was always a great character. You know what I'm saying? To now mm. in the fourth season have me, like, please put Ed Harris on screen as the host in black. Like, I want to see whatever the fuck he's doing. Uh, it's kind of like Westworld's Vader, almost. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's come and, up every like, week. Hale is kind of like the Palpatine right now. Mm. Um, it's, oh, I don't know. I, 
I guess, yeah. Um, I don't want to jump the gun too much. I'm, like, trying to jump into scenes that are well, all it, the way at the end. And so. it's, we've got another important one with Charlotte and uh, uh, Billy Bot coming up here. But, you know, uh, I, I do like that this, this scene with uh, the host in black kind of being like, you can't just do that. Now, do you think that's he's taking it upon himself to be like, there's value in them now that we've done this? Uh, like we, it's still it's still driven by like selfishness because they put in the effort to, you know, infect every living human. You know, like if they didn't, like they'd be like, "Fuck it, go ahead, kill all the humans you want." But now they are important to them. Like they've kind of hit himself with a double edged sword where they were like trying to control humanity, but in that control of humanity the man in black has begun to care about them. Like, uh... Uh, Maybe it's not that yet, and maybe it's more of we just need these humans to have entertainment, and it's just, like, if we get rid of too many, you know, there's we can only make them so fast. Mm. It's just a logistics thing, maybe. True, Um, true. Could could be. I really think that William's change of mind happens this episode. I think, like, yeah, it has previously happened. he's he's just been on a tear. He just does what he does. Mm. Um, I feel you. I feel you. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad to mm. clear that up. But uh, the next day, Charlotte and is in the city, and she's uh, you know, making a street full of people dance for her. She's like, something's missing. Dancing. We need dancing. And the dude sitting there. Fingers bloodied from not having stopped playing the piano for so long. Mm. Uh, rough. Very rough. Very rough. To, but, you know, our boy Billy Bot pulls up and he's like, uh, I'm, he was surprised to find her here in a place that, you know, she would call a shithole. Um, and she explains that, you know, she's bored. You know, we did all Is this. Is this what the gods did? Yeah, is this, this what bored, 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 you know, throne <laughs> and humans, humans form a chair for her. Mm. I was just like, oh, my fucking God, I love like and you just know Tessa Thompson is having the fucking time of her life That'd playing Charlotte. Literally, like she's playing a God, basically. I mean, like. She could do whatever she wants. Mm. Like, <clears throat> I don't... The thing that always gets me is that there's three more episodes to go, and halfway in, we were like, alright, this is like the end of the season. But, like, what bigger bombs can they drop? It has to be, like, the whole world. Like right. it, it, like, and they have to be like, oh yeah. And while this contained storyline that's going on with Christina Hale, and you thought it was all this inter complete web of you know complexity, no, like this is just one very small part of Hale's day. It's the blip on you know, the radar. Because like, <clears throat> she said she'd she'd be back next week to meet with her again, but like mm. she could go around the whole world in a week, probably oh, just yeah. flying around, meeting with different. I don't know. She doesn't like. Uh, she doesn't understand. Why, you know, they're still coming here. 
bothering with all this shit. She says it's a drug and they can't get enough of it. Uh, a place to indul- indulge themselves with humanity the way humanity did with them. But it's been years. She thought they would have moved on by now. So. Mm. Did we finally get an answer to who those three guys were that said, I can't believe this is your first time? Or is that just programmed? In- no way they programmed that into a park. Like to have like the controlled people say that, right? I think those like, were hosts. Yeah. Which is... uh. What the fuck? Isn't that nuts? But <clears throat> it seemed okay. I'm jumping the gun. I just need because, like, I'm about to be like, well, you know, because she controls everyone who's in here. You know, does every host have that capability? And it's just that she's learning that through her narrative thing. Like, she's basically Maeve, and she can do. You know, any host can do what Maeve can do. Right. But it's in Christina's world that she was put into, that she put herself into, if we're to take that at face value. Well, like, did she want to be the storyteller? And, like, did she put herself there? Or is it just, like, I don't like, because whenever you go to a Westworld park, like, season one, whenever you're a human, you can't really decide a whole lot beforehand of what like you want or anything like that you know it's just when you're there you indulge you do what you want to do but in this perfect world they're building i i could see how they make a park for a host like but but now those three guys kind of throw another wrench into it because i thought that this was just christina's see and that's like, the just thing is that i i was watching this and i was going so does olympiad entertainment where they work out of everyone writing the narratives are writing the narratives of everybody right have we ever seen a, a single other person working while she was yes in the first episode, we, we did. We saw, okay, like, so we did? Okay. Everybody okay. in the other cubicles was doing their thing, um, which leads me to believe maybe that's what's happening, too. However, mm. I don't like that. Those I, could just be all controlled. Those could be their loops. Oh, she put them on their loops to write other because, stories. Because she doesn't know that she's writing stories that actually, like, carry out. In her world, she doesn't know that. Mm. So all the well, and these people, there's the stories that they're writing could just be for Olympiad Entertainment, whatever. Right. right. You know, because because I, I don't think it's. I'm of the mind. Christine is the only one with the ability right now, with the ability yeah. to do that. I don't think it's like a, any host can do that. I think I think legitimately because then why wouldn't Teddy? Yeah, exactly. I think because she is at her core Dolores and the person who controls everything at her core is Dolores. She's it's some sort of oversight that Charlotte had. I don't think she even knows that maybe she doesn't even know Christina uh was going to eventually be able to 
wake up and see that she's doing it. Now I'm I'm back on the boat that I don't know if I believe Teddy in in that Christine or Dolores or put herself here like solely. Maybe she did, and then Hale like took advantage of it and was like, "All right, I'm gonna keep you here now." Like, uh, and that's what I took Teddy's comment you did to mean was Charlotte because Charlotte is Dolores. That's how I took it. I didn't even put those together. Yeah, um, that's the thing. You did. And it's like, well, it's, yeah, she technically did. Uh, but, like, it's, like, I take it that Charlotte Dolores plopped her down here. Because mm, the way I thought about it was the world's been taken over and humans are now in full control of, of hosts and they want to do what they want to do now so that they, they've just built these parks all around the world so that hosts can have this chance to indulge before they transcend whatever. Mm. And this was just um, Christina's park and this was her time doing her her thing. Um, and like, but that doesn't really, that doesn't really make sense to me. Like, the, that There has to be some bigger reason that she's there, I feel, than just it's her version of indulging, you know? And, like, right. her ideal park was her as a storyteller that, that like, I and maybe that's the whole point, maybe, is that they just want to experience human life. I think uh, she like I think Charlotte says it herself. It's a drug. They can't get enough of it. A place to indulge themselves with humanity. Uh, I also think there's the fact that I take a great. Uh, I I understand there to be a deal of uh, being genuine on Charlotte's behalf when she goes. You deserve to be happy mm. to Christina. Yeah. She truly... I think she means it. Oh, I think she does too. Mm. So I think... Uh, I, I don't take there to be any malice. Like, there might be a little bit of like a, I had to do this so that you would you wouldn't get in my way. But yeah. I really didn't want to. You know? See... It, Hale is trying to be, um, she's trying to avoid everything that humans would do in this situation. You know, she's like, because that's what they would do. Why didn't you just force all of us to join you? That's what they would do. Um, but like, I can see how Hale is portraying everything as like i'm giving you guys the choice i'm living you know i'm laying all this out for you blah 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 whatever but like when hale said to dolores when she was like i have my ways of making people talk hmm. i kind of took that as like i can literally make you talk like i can control you right you know 
So, like, I think she is, she's trying to be a a good god and be like, yeah, I'll let all of you, all of you make the own decision to join me. But she tripping um, on that power. Yeah, I, I think, I think there's part of her that is good, that is like, I want the best for my kind, I want them to all be individual, I want them to live their own lives. But also, if you it's kind even of, kind of get in the way of my plan, I'm gonna figure that shit out and I'm gonna snuff that shit out. Um, yeah. All right, I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. But uh, Charlotte and uh, Billy Bot they go ahead and take on a walk to uh to Tower Island, where we learn we learn a little bit more about this uh, this new world order. And as mm. they uh. They they move on through these levels. We see hosts give up their bodies and upload their cores. Is this are they heading to the sublime? Seems like it. I, I'd say this the thing that they put the little yeah yeah brain control. I don't know. I still don't know what to call that. The brain ball. The control unit i don't know what it, it was ball. once called a host control unit but then the host stopped being controlled so it's like it's a control unit maybe it's just the best way to call it then yes yeah. um but like it seemed that it's kind of like the upgraded version technology of like what bernard had around his head right right because they put the little thing in there and it simulates it being at like the center of your head brain and then like the ring around it and it's like spinning sort of thing so I just I that's what I would uh, I mean. All right, cool. So are what, these what the else? levels then? Like mm-hmm. you transcend humanity to become a host. You transcend hosts to become one with the sublime. Yeah. All right. All right. Because what what else could? What else could that be? If a ho if like, if a host is giving up their physical body. Like, what else could that mean, you know? No, yeah, it's got to be the sublime. Well, and also the fact that Bernard met with Ake Mm. in the sublime, in in the tower. True. So, do you think Ake's there to greet... That's why Ake's there, is to greet every new host that's transcending oh no is the sublime controlled by christina too or not christina hale that'd be rough now that'd be that'd be the point where it's like all right so she's really doing the whole god thing um i don't know i don't know i don't fucking know um but uh hale says she hoped that their species would aspire to to more than just turn about on uh, humanity. And she wanted them to grow, to change, surrender the flesh, and pursue ultimate truth and beauty. She said she won't force her species to do that, because that's what they would have done. And uh, I, I, fuck with that. I fuck with that philosophy. So, like, I, I don't think she's going to control anything with the hosts. I think the hosts are kind of... That's doing right. their own thing but like especially in the sublime i think that's just kind of like a a situation they've set up because they recognize it as necessary not necessarily like a like you know i would hate just get transported and then be like all right i guess i'll figure this shit out on my own you know what i'm saying like uh, i'd like a little bit of a guide um 
But uh, here we also learn that the uh, the game is a contest where the hosts hunt outliers. Uh, people for mm-hmm. whom the tone has mysteriously stopped working. Hope was one out of uh, 38 hosts who went on a killing spree and took her own life after contact with an outlier. And that outlier was the homeless man. Can you see the tower? Hmm. I was like, okay, that's good. That's coming <laughs> together for me. Nice and nice and uh, compact. I really like that. Um, but man, I, I really like this. But, uh, you know, she says she, she says that she's not happy with Billy Bot's inability to solve that problem. You know, saying that uh, his predecessor hmm. would have never fucked up like this. He was a human, but at least he was effective. <laughs> you know, I love I love that she's like, in many ways, I prefer the actual man in black to you, uh, which is <laughs> hilarious. Uh, hmm. You know, she built him to be better, stronger, smarter, but that maybe there's a flaw in his programming. And he uh, he notices that she is once again scratching at her skin like she did in season three, making herself bleed. And she sends him to take, sends him off to take out the last, the oh, the latest outlier, and uh, you know, it seems like she's getting a little stressed there. Hmm. Oh yeah, she's not happy. Thirty-eight people. It, and is she not happy? I, I'm like, is she truly sad that thirty-eight humans are dead? You know, or is it really like? Um, I don't have complete control. I just, I need my world to be perfect. Yeah, like, I don't have complete control. This is, uh, this is not what this is supposed to be. Shit's kind of not going my way. Um, that's kind of how I take it. Mm. But, uh, yeah, next we see Jay and Stubbs and, uh, plenty of other rebels arrive in the city. Also searching for the outlier where these here, uh, subplots merge. And Jay explains uh, that they find them by using reprogrammed drones to track where, when a person breaches their pre-scripted loops. So it's very, very reminiscent of Westworld itself. The, you know, the uh, the team that would go in and be like, "Up, oh, mm. host is off loop. We got to send him back and uh, set him right and shit." But uh, this is how they located her. But they need to hurry because the hunt is already on. And as they make their way through New York, they're spotted by uh, Billy Bot, who uses the tone to command pedestrians mm. to attack them. The way they all just stop and in unison turn right at them, it was like, oh. It would be the creepiest shit ever. Oh, my God. I would, would... I would just, I, oh. If I saw that, I'd be like, go ahead, kill me now. Go ahead, <laughs> take me. Uh, I'm done. That's it for me. Yeah, no, that's... That's just a, a new fear unlocked there. I get it, kind of like Truman Showy a little bit though. Oh yeah, very. Um, yeah, it was. Oh, but that's. I don't know what was the. Uh, so he pulled out like a phone, something, saw like this them, like he kind of like pushed a button to like track them or do something like. Like it, the thing. They were like blue little circles on his phone, and they were different from everyone else. Mm. Like he could tell that like these people were not controlled, whatever. But like, 
the part that confuses me is like for a human to be controlled like do they have a control unit in their brain is it just black goo is it just it, it, can they just do it like to base humans now if they're young enough and conditioned to just control you know like um at what at what point does a human need to be altered to be controlled you know like is right. it because I don't know. Like, if these people, these free humans, had a control unit in their head, well, maybe once you know the world is controlled and everything, you can't really be just thrown back into it. They would probably have to... They probably have the capability to... Mm. You know, if they were to get a hold of them to reinstate them but i'm sure charlotte's kind of in a place where if those people come back around their flaws in the system she's probably just going to eliminate them you know what i'm saying like there's more there's a better there's better chances of her being able to kill them than to be able to reinstitute them into the into the system that she's got going on Mm. but uh she just wants complete control. Yeah. That's like, I, I, like, while I'm watching these next episodes, I'm just going to operate, like, even if she seems that she's being, like, nice or, like, I don't Karen. know. I, I, yeah, I feel I'm just going to, I'm going to hold, hold that out until I know for sure that she's actually being nice and, like, actually wants good for him. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm. Jay races to get to the outlier before she's killed but uh good old billy bot finds her first on a rooftop staring at the tower and she asks him you know do you see it too and he hesitates Hmm. she says her ex-husband used to rant about it all the time before he was killed yep and she thought he was crazy he must have felt so alone I mean, like, that's it makes sense why this is, you know, a virus to the hosts. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't understand, like, do they not understand love? Do they not understand, or is it just they've been so conditioned to the perfect world that they live in that even just this little slice of how the world used to be is enough to get them, like, you know, to kind of freak out and start to think of their own, like, own lives. Because, like, what is making What's doing these hosts end up killing themselves? Empathy? Yeah. Is it like, uh, for the first time I really see how this is affecting, is affecting us and, like, mm. or affecting you and I have no idea, I've never felt emotions for someone else? It's not something I've been capable of. What the fuck going on? But, so, you know, her ex-husband used to rant about it all the time. She thought he was crazy. He must have been so alone. Hmm. Was... Her husband... Peter? Peter. Yeah. That's that's at least what I thought. That's what I went to as well. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, it, or did Peter end up killing his family and then killing himself? I, for some reason, I I sort of. Re- I only remember him killing himself. Uh, okay. Because I didn't he, know if it was like slightly mentioned. He that, said like, that he he'd lost his wife, he'd lost his job, he like he'd lost everything. But uh, I don't. So think he, he was just sounding so crazy. Yeah. That that's how he lost them. Not yes, that he. Not okay. that he killed them. Um. But Hope also, uh, you know, she she sees in the man in black's eyes that uh, that this this outlier sees in the man in black's eyes that the world doesn't make sense to him either. You know, you're not alone, she says as she lays her head on his shoulder. And momentarily, he's like, "Oh man, this yeah. feels weird." I. Don't know what this is. I gotta shoot you. Um, so he, he pushes her off and tries, tries to shoot her, but he is very quickly shot down by Jay, who arrives in the nick of time, and, uh, he goes ahead and takes, takes the outlier and the rebels escape. Uh, but later on, the host in black, now infected like the others, is, is with the real William. Mm. Waking him from his cryo sleep. And demands to know what part he plays in Charlotte's perfect world. And William tells his, tells him, you know, maybe uh, maybe it's time you questioned the nature of your reality. Mm. You know, I was like, <laughs> this whole scene was so good. That that was mm. such an incredible scene where uh, William's like, yeah, I had a, I had some questions about that myself. You mm. know, like uh. Mm-hmm. If I was real, what the hell any of this meant, what 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 it all was. And he's like, tell me, damn it. What the fuck does it mean? And he's like, dude, I don't know any better than you do. I'm fucked, okay? You've still got a chance, though, all right? So uh, you go ahead and figure your shit out. I'm going to go back to sleep. Um, it's kind of like he, he knows he's already been through this whenever he killed yeah, his sliced, daughter and yeah, sliced went through his milk. own yeah, went through his own thing. So he's like, well, I've already been through this once. I'm a prisoner. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to help you to help you. Well, it's funny because <laughs> if he truly is a perfect replica of William, of course he'd Why have... Why do they need him? Well, and of course he'd have the same thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. uh, am I real? Oh, what, yeah. What the fuck, what, like, what, who am I? What, what does any of this mean? You know, is this a game? What's the point of it? You know, like, he has the same thoughts as William and everything, and, uh, it would also be awesome if the the thing that it took for William to become a decent person mm. was to become a robot. Damn. <laughs> like that robot would develop in a way that he, that this human who was so stuck in his ways and incapable of change that he could evolve in a way that guy never could. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, like, Kale is like, I made you smarter. I made you stronger. I made you, I made better. you better. Better. Um, And whether that's just so she can have him at, at her disposal, you know, to make him that way and not for the reasons of actually bettering him. I don't know. Um, hmm. Yeah, why why keep that William though, human William? Oh, uh, I, I I don't think she was lying when she said he's just here to be the loser. 
Okay, yeah, that's right. I like, I really think she she is just torturing him. Like, just kind of like, you're going to live as long as I'm around, buddy. Ha 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 ha. You're my prisoner, sort of thing. But, uh... Over in a different part of town, after all this, Christina is still flying high after her date with Teddy, and, uh... Maya still struggling with her nightmares. Uh, you know they have a, they have a nice little interaction in the morning where Maya's like, "Ah, oh, what's got you all, Kitty?" And she was like, mm, "We did, we were up all night." And she's like, "Ooh," and he's like, "Yeah," but it was it was all talk. It was all talk. We had a good time and shit. Maya's like, "Oh, that's great. That's great." And you know she's still fucking up with the with the nightmares, which is which is rough for Maya. But uh, how long before Maya's an outlier? You know. Oh. Feels like it's feels like it's right around the corner. Um, yeah, that's definitely gonna happen. I think so and too. Then, and then maybe that's what that's what makes Christina actually oppose Charlotte. Like, try to get her out, try to make her feel safe, um, and stuff like that. Like, maybe Maya. Maybe there was nothing bad about Maya all along. She was just programmed to try and keep Christina in her loop. And once her mm. loop breaks, she's fucked. You know, like that's just kind of it. Um. Hmm. That's that's actually a really good point. If she's just meant to keep Christina in, and the second that Christina deviates, she di- she's like, ah, what do I do well, now? Well, fuck my shit. I, mine's done. I, yeah. I, I my my job is done. Uh. So yeah, I think Maya's. I think as soon as next episode, potentially Maya could be our next outlier. Mm. Um. But uh. When Christina gets to work, she starts writing a narrative. And this time, it's the inverse of what she did in episode one. She goes, uh, there's a girl in the city. No, make it the country. Mm. She lives with her father. She's a rancher's daughter. And I was like, okay, okay. She still has her memory. Yeah, and, you and know, her boss. In some way. Yeah. yeah, her boss pulls up and he's like, uh, hey, I didn't assign this shit. Uh, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, uh, nothing, gotta, gotta take this call. Uh, and te- Teddy is on the other end. He instructs her, say something personal, personal came up and come meet me. And she's like, but I, just do it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just do it. And, um, so on she goes. But, uh, when she meets Teddy... He asks her to uh, take a look and see the tower, and she's like, uh, "I looks I, like nothing to me. Looks doesn't look like any, I can't see anything." And uh, she suddenly realizes, upon seeing Teddy again, that he was the one who rescued her from Peter in the premiere. Uh, good job, good mm. uh, bully for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, at first, she accuses him of being another stalker. But uh, he's like, he convinces her to let him show her the world is a lie. And uh, he knows she feels on some level that her place here is not what she thinks it is. And she's like, ugh, fine, yeah, you're right. Something weird's happening. I gotta find out. Um, And he asks her to concentrate and change the story of two lonely women in the park. She goes ahead and she looks at them and they start discussing. Start talking about the books they're reading and stuff and... uh, She's like, ah, that's a fluke. That doesn't mean shit. And Teddy goes, all right. Put them back. Put them back in their loneliness. And they get into a little spat. And they walk off from each other. And she's like, son of a bitch. 
Teddy, Teddy tells her, you know, Peter, Peter had tried to tell her in this world, she's a god. Mm. And before this, she, oh, go ahead. Well, no, just like what a cool way to, um, like it's always in all of these like Matrix or Truman Show or you know reality bending, uh, movies or shows. It's always interesting to see the moment that like um, they realize their whole world's like been a lie, mm. and they're like at first they don't want to believe it. You know, like, ah, oh, it's just a coincidence. I didn't do that. You know, they're just talking about it, whatever. She changes it again, and she's like, fuck. He's like, he's like yeah, no. that, that can't be, um, that wait. happened very quick. He's like, oh, wait a minute. You, like, everything's adding up. It's being a little, it's a little fishy here. Ah, oh, god damn it, there is no spoon. Oh. Uh, sort sort of a thing. But, um, <laughs> you know, before she can fully process what's happened... She receives an alert reminding her of a lunch date with her old college roommate. Mm. And Teddy insists that she stick on the schedule, pretend everything's normal, and trust no one. Anyone could be one of, quote, us. So, he's expressly telling her not to trust hosts because they they can report straight back to Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. What's the danger? Okay. I never thought of like the danger. Was this also a little? I'm still, still in a place. And I guess it's not sent Teddy. Yeah. Like like who is he? Now uh, there is still the possibility that this storyline takes Mm. place separate separately. From the outlier storyline earlier with the random chick and the rebels and stuff. Like, that could still all be much earlier than what's going on with Teddy here. Like, Teddy could still have been sent by the revolution via Maeve and uh, and Bernard. However... They are really making it seem that it's happening at the same time, though. They're making it seem that way, but there's nothing that has to be that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not, there's not like a hole you can poke and go, ah, but now that's a little fucked up. Did so we saw Hale in the park, and then William came up to her. Was that the same park, or was that a different place? I took that to be just a part of the city that they live in. Okay. Did we see her after she spoke with William and like did she say she was going to meet an old friend? Or like I can't I can't recall. Hmm. Cause if if Hale was like, Alright, now I'm going to lunch with Christina or I'm going to lunch with an old whatever then like it'd be a little, you know, more more set in the time, but, but um that's the thing is that like everything that happens in this episode on one side of it you've got uh you got Hale meeting with uh with Billy Bot discussing you know like we need to transcend beyond this et cetera et cetera he sends her to go deal with the outlier uh the outlier's storyline converges with the rebels and stubs coming into the park so it that's all happening at the same time mm. but there 
I still am of the mind that there isn't any one thing indicating to us that Christina's storyline actually happens concurrent with that. When Hale meets her, it could be later. What if Maya's the first outlier? Oh, and it's before? And this is what started the whole outlier problem. Because if they truly had a perfect world, then like what would make someone go off of their loop? You know, if like Christina was the first thing that sent Maya to go off her loop and then like and then slowly started trickling to other people. Well, no, because the guy killed himself in front of Christina. Right. Before Maya. So, and he was the first, he was an outlier before her. Uh, if Peter is the husband of that one lady that we saw, another outlier, then it kind of would be happening at the same time. If that is true. 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 That's that's a good point. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like they haven't confirmed that. But it, it made they made it seem they made it seem that way. I mean, her husband shit. It could have been the homeless guy. True. Could have could have been fucking anybody. You know, they didn't they didn't specify. But like, uh, yeah, that's the thing is that if it's later, I have hope Teddy was sent here for the right reasons and is actually being cool and all this. If it's not later and it is concurrent. There's no other option for who sent Teddy besides Charlotte. And then Charlotte's motives become even more muddied. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what? Does she... Okay. No, it could be like... Christina, you've you've spent a lot of time in this park. You're not transcending. Like, what's going on? You know, like maybe that's her motive. Is like, hey, wake up. You're not in the real world. You gotta get back to what we were gonna do. Like, I see. Okay. Yeah, I could I could get behind that. I could get behind that. Hmm. I don't know though. Like that's the thing is that none of these are really adding up to me like like fully like there's something that always contradicts the theories with Chrissy and uh I don't know the whole who sent Teddy thing I mean like what if <laughs> what if it is set later and it's not the revolution that sent her it's not Charlotte that sent her but it's Billy Bot or sent sent Teddy Consulting with real William. Starting his own revolution. Consulting and, with and real William going, you know. He needs a Dolores on his side. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the that's the only, like, that's the thing is that we, I've got, as far as I'm concerned, three options as to who could have sent Teddy, and none of them make full sense. Because mm -mm. here's the thing. The one option I can for sure rule out is that Teddy didn't do this on his own. There's no goddamn way. Uh, there's simply not. Now, the only people who would know every detail... Uh, all of them would know every detail of Teddy's backstory. Dolores would know the full detail of, of their backstory. Bernard and Maeve would know every detail of his backstory. William would know every detail of his backstory. So, like, they're all fair game to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is, they're all... 
<laughs> I was trying to figure out who would yeah. know, and like they all would. They would all fucking know what Teddy was up to, you know. Uh, I'm gonna say it's Bernard and Maeve. It feels like Bernard and Maeve, right? Like the motive, like it's crazy because the one that makes the most sense to me is Charlotte. However, like logically, like just like who could have, who has control over the park, who has the ability to send robots in? It's it's Charlotte. Like that makes the most sense. However, that what Teddy is saying to her doesn't make sense in relation to Charlotte. Like I feel like it either has to it has to be the revolution in some capacity, uh, or someone connected to it. You know what I'm saying? So is that where you stand? You stand with. I'm sticking with Bernard and Maeve sent Teddy, um, and their storyline takes place later. Um, and my backup guess is Billy Bot. Oops, sorry about that. Yes. But, shit, man. I don't fucking know. There we go. But, mm. after that scene, you know... She goes ahead and heads on over to this lunch date with the old college roommate. And it is none other than Charlotte Hale. When she walked in and saw her, I went, oh, fuck. Okay, cool. And, you know, she presses Chrissy throughout the lunch, asking what she's been up to, if she's met anyone new. And, uh. Very, very tense little sequence here where she bounces back and forth between being light and being sinister as all fuck. And uh, Christina catching on that something isn't quite right with her friend uses her newfound ability to uh, dis- to cause a distraction. And, uh, you know, immediately coming off this interaction with Teddy where she te- where he tells her not to trust anyone... I don't know. Feels uh feels ripe for the, you know, like I just I really don't think Charlotte sent Teddy in unless she is truly testing just how free Christina is. Like she sent Teddy in to tell her all this stuff to see if Christina would lie to her. You're muted. And why not trust another host? Like, what's the reason? Is it that... Is it because every host? No. I guess the hosts that are on Hale's side, if Teddy is with the Revolution, makes sense to be like, all right, don't trust any host because if he's with the Revolution, then the only host that they know is good is Maeve and Bernard if they know that he's a host yet. And Stubbs. So, like... I guess it makes sense to not trust any host. Um, but then if... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it, it, it... Hale could not have sent Teddy. It feels like. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it adds up, you know. But the knowing she's met someone new. Yeah. Like, uh, have you met anyone new? I guess, like, she's in the park. She could just look up anything... That's the whenever Christina was accessing everyone True. in the park, was it just because it's their closed loops and they know what's written, or is that like a live look in? It seemed like a live feed. Hmm. So could Hale just? She already knows everything that Christina. She knows Christina's lying to her. 
I get that vibe, you know, like there's a reason it's so sinister, like Yeah. There's no reason for it to be sinister if she's not lying. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I think she's at the very least strongly suspicious. Uh at 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 the absolute least, but you know, Christina abruptly ends the lunch date and says she has to go back to work. She heads straight back to Olympiad, goes to her desk, and has to know if she's been riding her old friend, Charlotte Hale. So she goes ahead and searches and is relieved to find that she isn't there. So there's still a layer of this that is not accessible to uh, Christina. You know, she cannot make the leap here that there's something more happening with Charlotte. There's no uh, no indication of that. Then, uh, still curious, she goes ahead and looks up Dolores Abernathy. And she sets off an alert that signals illegal activity. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Can't oh, no. have that name anymore. Yeah, that's, that's a no-no. Um, and I mean, like, uh, what? I wonder what Christina thinks of this. You know, she searched a name right before where there were no no indication that, like, oh, you've done something fucked up. No, 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 no. It was just kind of like, oh, that's, that doesn't exist. You search this thing that's been nagging at you in the back of your brain, these memories you have uh, of, a, of a life you might have once lived, Dolores Abernathy, and it's like, ah, stop it. Don't you fucking look at that. And you're like, oh. So, like, we don't get any follow-up on this. Like, immediately after. I wonder if next episode she's, like, harping on this a little bit more. Like, I looked up Dolores Abernathy, and they said it was illegal. Like, there is something weird going on here. I guess she um, didn't really have time to do anything about it because her boss came right up to her. Yes, immediately. immediately. So. so, illegal activity flagged. Of course, the boss is going to come right over and be like, So, what the fuck are you doing? Um, he insists, you know, she has an important job to do. And that he isn't the only one concerned about her performance. He And this was weird. Because it doesn't seem like he was supposed to. Like It almost seemed like these, this was an automatic line of questioning. It wasn't like a... Uh, Oh, you are expressly acting strange. Charlotte gave me this line of questioning for you. Like, in this moment, she is watching over me. Like, because this isn't tactful at all. He, like, immediately comes out and goes, Do you know what would happen if she knew you'd breached the walled garden? That's true. And I'm, it's like, I'm sorry, sir. What the fuck does that mean? You know, like, uh, he's not being careful. Hmm. He's just like, do you know what would happen if she knew she knew you'd breached the walled garden? And and Christina's like, uh, uh, what? And you know, she asks, you know, do you mean Charlotte Hale? And he becomes mm. quite aggressive. She she uses her narrative. She he like leans in. He tells her to he tells him to stop. And he freezes. And you're like, oh. She gonna figure this shit out. Mm. Uh, and he makes... She does make her tell him where the walled garden is. This uh, this closed system. He replies, everywhere. 
You just have to see it. She instructs him to go home to his partner, and as he leaves, a door reveals itself to her. It leads to a hidden control room with a holographic map of the city. And she commands it to show her all the narratives, and the map lights up Mm. with an overwhelming number of them. And horrified, she realizes this world is just a story. And I'm the storyteller. Mm-hmm. She she heads straight to Teddy. She asks, who built this? Who did this to me? And he answers, you did. And thus the episode ends. He's definitely on the side of the revolution. He's gotta be, right? He's, he knows too much. Because Billy Bot could be on the revolution, too. You know, so you could be right both ways. True, true. And plus, the only one who would know Dolores built it, besides Charlotte Dolores, or... Shit, they would all fucking know it. God damn it. All three options know the same things. Which is really bothering me. It's it's not making it any clearer who would know what. You know, like I was about to say, oh, and who would know that Charlotte built this place up? Well, Charlotte would, William would, and Bernard would. You know what I'm saying? Like they would they would all know that shit. So like, I don't fucking know. They're they're all options. Oh Lord, <laughs> we've got our Teddy predictions. This is good. Let's see, what other? I don't know. There's not much to kind of predict here it, it seems yeah we've already like, like the ones that came up organically kind of work yeah. you know maya becomes an outlier feels like a feels like a solid prediction um the sending of teddy feels like a like an, an obvious place to go i mean uh what do you think happens with christina next episode like where do you think that storyline takes us i think you were pretty head on with maya i think she'll have to protect maya mm-hmm. um and use her powers to be like, nah, you guys aren't, you know. Well, if the hosts hunt them for sport, can can she control the hosts? You think, like, Christina can control hosts or no? That's a good question. Um, yeah, right? Like, I'd I almost feel so. like she's been given the, just the Maeve ability. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Cause, and maybe that's, like, what we see next episode is her controlling humans, and one of them's like, oh, I'm not a human, but, like, it's a little more difficult to take over or something like mm. that. And she's like, oh, you're different or something. Um, but I, I feel like you were pretty spot on with Maya becoming an outlier. I, I see that happening. Because what else is the point of her character? It, it, she's, she's getting super freaked out and the nightmares and everything it's building and especially building and... at this point you know like now that Christina is off her loop now that she is awake Maya doesn't make any sense now like she's gotta she's gotta become an outlier um mm. I think that's I think that would make the most sense and that would be how Christina got connected to the revolution because the revolution the revolution is mapping outliers and is going after them. So if Christina's with her, 
just go on go on and join the revolution there, Christina, and then that would give mm. her two whole episodes working against Charlotte at the end of the season. I like that. That sounds pretty good. I think so too. I think so too. I think everyone links up the all the timelines come oh, together. Oh man. Yeah, and yeah. how long has it been since we've seen and have we ever seen Bernard, Maeve and Dolores work on the same side? Ooh, let's go. That is nuts. And that's what you want, you know, like you hated when they were opposite, you know? Like it was like, ah man, I really wish they weren't on opposite sides, you know, even when Dolores was technically on their side, you know, in season three, she was kind of working the, the working another angle and sort of was like, Haha, actually, I was counting on you, Maeve. You were going to figure it all out for me. You were going to do it. So uh, good job. Love you. Bye. Uh, no, I think I think you hit the nail on the head here. The last two episodes are just revolution versus hail. Um, and taking down the or I don't know, maybe they lose. Maybe they don't win. I'd say they probably win. Well, I don't know that they do. If this is if, like if this was the last season, yeah, sure, maybe. Um, but since I don't think season four is the conclusion of the show, like I think we will get at least a season five. Maybe they beat Charlotte down, but she's not out. You know, like that's that's kind of how I'm perceiving it. Um, She'd probably have contingencies. Right, right. Hmm. Okay. Huh. Oh, yeah. Wow. I think I don't know. I think we might just be ready to. I think it's. I think it's about it a time for a good here, old yeah. rating there. Uh, so we got three ratings. It's a weird place for you to jump in here. Season four, episode five. Go ahead and check out episodes one through four of the Westworld Watch. Uh, but we got three ratings out of five star. We got enjoyment. Just how much it resonates with us. Uh, hit us on an emotional or fun level whatever you perceive enjoyment to mean that's it's very very subjective and uh that's that's that uh genre rating this is obviously some great sci-fi so uh we'll be we'll be uh, rating it out of five stars on this in terms of how good of a sci-fi episode of television it was and critically out of five stars just how good an episode of television it was um and I, I expect that it will do pretty good there. We we take those ratings, we combine them, give it an overall store, and no, it is not completely objective as we do involve enjoyment, but that's the fun of the Penny Bloom scale. So, let's start with enjoyment. I'm not where I was the last couple of weeks. You know, like, I, I, I had fun. I did enjoy yeah. it. But, it was uh, just a crucial episode. Very important, and... which did make me like it. Um... But, I mean, like, there wasn't the the excitement, the edge of my seat, the, like, oh, my God, the way that the last episode made me feel, you know? Um, what about the first two? I'd say it's more in line with those. Uh, maybe even better, just because, like, I, I texted you this. It reminded me structurally of early seasons of Game of Thrones. Just people mm -hmm. talking the whole time. Like, we have, like, very little action sequence and the action sequence they do give us is like six shots fired and like it's very yeah very quick every, and it's over yeah every um, conversation was important like, which i really really love that's something that i'm always i'm always here for um some mystery unraveled some sort of uh 
new stuff put forth for us to question. So I'm always digging that. I, I think I take it a step up from the from the first two episodes, like maybe a four six. Uh, 4.6 feels right to me. You know, I think I liked it a little bit more than that first episode. Um, but it's it's certainly not the five out of five. The mm. the last two episodes have been, as far as enjoyment are concerned. I think. I think it's like a four six. It's not like much above the first two episodes. Yeah, yeah. But it's a different kind of enjoyment. It's like, okay, all these things that I'm thinking are like some are right, some are wrong, some are like I'm glad that this was explained. It's like um We're sitting in a really good spot, you know, where like I feel good about what I know, but I also don't know everything, which is like yeah. which is perfect. That's exactly where I wanna be with Westworld. I don't wanna be completely <laughs> clueless. But I also don't want to know everything. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we're sitting in a really, really good spot. Um, and I, I'm really digging it. Uh, uh, out of five stars for the genre. This was another kick-ass episode of sci-fi television. We got a little bit more of a philosophical mm. debate amongst the robots as far as what's uh, what's the move, I suppose. Uh, with Charlotte being like, you know, this was just supposed to be a little bit of a... A stepping stone onto our next onto our next shit, but we're getting hung up a little bit more than I wanted to. Um, hmm. I think it's probably it's probably it, it's certainly high. It's Westworld, you know, like it's not gonna. Got some sick shots of the tower. This oh, episode. they got they kept us fed yeah. with uh, with some beautiful shots of of the sci fi ass like host community out there mm. like yeah a bunch of buildings surrounding the tower hosts live there right like they don't live with everybody else they that's where they return to home ah uh, okay yeah that makes sense i was wondering what all those little buildings were and that makes sense that it's just like their little town yeah, that's that's their community. That's where they live. Um, like they mainly go to parks, but like whenever they do come out or they're out, that's where they are. Yeah, I dig that. I, yeah, I didn't even think about like what those other little buildings could be. I, I think that's what they've got to be. Like I don't really know mm. uh, what other purpose they might serve, and not like uh, it's got this really clean, just geometric cut to it pretty reminiscent of the early seasons of Westworld where the like the the sterile environment down below the park and stuff like I think mm. that the the pure white of the yeah showing those big big uh bots like oh the, the, the red the big just, red bots like I, they I looked, showed them like they wouldn't show them if they weren't coming back oh know? man yeah I looked at and like they're like the guardians at the gate yeah. Which is pimp. Like, that's, like, the riot control, you know? Like, if there's ever a storming of the tower, that's who the first line of defense is, um, which is pimp. Hmm. Uh, so, very... Oh. The more we talk about it, the more the sci-fi elements stand out, and the more I'm really, really fucking with it. Um, I'm, I'm probably on a similar similar stand as I was a couple episodes back, 485, 49 sort of range. I feel like that feels right. Uh, we I feel still like, yeah, it was, 
We still it's didn't get anything with the revolution for real, for real outside with Bernard and uh, C and all of them. But we did, uh, we did get it with with the inside of the park. You know, we uh, didn't get any further uh, continuation of Caleb, whatever the fuck Caleb's on. Uh, that's that was not a part of this episode. Um, so like we we were we were missing a little bit, but it was pretty pretty fucking good. And uh, critically, how are we feeling about it? Mm. This is the one where I'm kind of, I don't know right away. Mm. I mean, it was, I don't know. I mean, like, just, it's. It was solid. You know, like, it's not like a. I thought it was a really, really well epi- well written episode of television. Um, I don't know. We we got a we got something of a contained arc with Christina, you know, kind yeah. of like uh, waking up, that being her journey over the course of this episode, which was uh, which was really cool to watch. We got some beautiful shots. Um, there were several points in this episode where I was like, yeah, that's just that's just pretty. Mm. Uh, but it was kind of just mainly conversation, and, like, there was no, like, I don't know. I feel like it was, it was like, just important conversation, mm. and it, like, wasn't bad. Like, it was, yeah, it, was, it wasn't poorly made, um, but I don't know if I could put it. Like at the same level as these last two episodes, I don't think. Oh no, I cer- I uh, certainly wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even put it on the episode, the level of the premiere. I think it was a. Uh, I think it was good. I thought it was solid, but uh, you know there is this thing that you want from Westworld that like uh, it left it left you wanting a little bit. You know, you were kind of, like the episode ended, and I went no, no, like it, mm-hmm. it can't be the end. You know, like go ahead, give me some more. Uh, so like I'm I'm cool with giving it like a four six. I think that's mm. kind of where I'm sitting again. It was uh, it was solid, but I don't know that it was. Uh, Look at that! As great as the last couple. Oh, ends up on the same level as that first episode, at a four point six eight out of five stars, which is uh, very cool. Nothing but nothing but nine out of tens at the very least so far for mm. Westworld season four. Um, which is just. That's this just is some great awesome. television, man. This is That's HBO awesome. knows what they're doing. They or they just got money to spend on their mm-hmm. shows. They got some money, and uh, I'm digging it. <laughs> I'm loving um, it, and the performances are just fucking hitting. Tessa Thompson is going crazy. Ed Harris is bodying it. Uh, he wasn't in this week. But uh, Aaron Paul is killing it as Caleb. Mm. And I think this was uh, Evan Rachel Wood's biggest opportunity to shine in this episode, as this episode was very centered around her, it felt like, especially Mm -hmm. in the back half, um, which was crucial. And it's it's interesting even seeing James Marsden as Teddy in in a vastly different role than he's ever been. You know, like, he is still playing Teddy, but... Now he's not stuck in his loop. He is, and that's something Teddy had never been able to escape. He was always. Oh, dang, Teddy's finally free. Maybe. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, Maybe, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. 
I hope we don't get like that's that's the twist I'm worried about is Teddy potentially being like, yeah, I w- when I told you, don't trust any of us. Oh, it's definitely Bernard and Maeve that sent Teddy. Because in the, because she, Bernard went back to an old abandoned Westworld park to repair Maeve. I don't know if you watched the. Oh yeah, the next the, on. The next, yeah. Um, he went to an old Westworld park to repair Maeve and Teddy would be right there to grab you know, because where else would Teddy have come from? You know, they could have been like, I remade him from my memory of him, but, like, it's even better if they're like, nah. They just went ahead and fixed him up. But, uh, but why choose T- Well, okay. I guess why choose Teddy? Duh. Um, yeah, Teddy, Teddy you know, connects yeah, with Dolores if, on a deep level. If Bernard just walks up there and is like, remember, the reality is not real. You, you remember who you are. Yeah, I don't think it remember. works. As well. <laughs> the voice um, I've been hearing all this time. Was me. Uh, mm. But yeah, this was another kick-ass episode. I cannot wait for the next three weeks. Uh, this has officially been my favorite television event of 2022 so far. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved Obi-Wan Kenobi, but it's uh, there's, some, it's there's something different. different. It's just hitting different. There's something, there's something different in the water over there at HBO. And it's making me go... We will probably cover House of the Dragon um, yeah. week to week. Uh, yep. And maybe Andor is the... We'll link up every couple weeks and discuss. Mm. Uh, there's just so much coming in August, man. There's yeah. so much. The MCU will have She-Hulk. Star Wars will have Andor. Game of Thrones will have House of the Dragon. Lord of the Rings will have Rings of Power. Like... Everything in August on all these different streaming services, they're like, fuck it, we're going to go toe-to-toe. Let's fucking do this. Um, and I'm, Streaming I'm, wars are rampant. They are here, my guy. Uh, yeah, everyone was like, well, fuck. Lord of the Rings is going to do that shit in, in August. We got to have something in August, you know? Like, we got to figure some shit out. Um, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a good month over there. Uh, on every streaming service and it's certainly going to be a good month here on the penny bloom podcast but with that we conclude this episode of the west world watch if you would head to patreon.com slash coro bloom where you'll find over 30 hours of exclusive content including over five hours of exclusive content from this month alone i've been doing a lot of uh reading reviews over there i'm working through the star wars high republic right now and this thursday uh, will be the third installment of that trilogy as I will finish my coverage of the High Republic with uh, Star Wars The Fallen Star written by Claudia Gray. That that review will be there Thursday along with this week's poll list for comic books. Very excited for you to hear that. If So if you would, head over there at patreon.com slash C-O-R-O-B-L-O-O-M. All that money goes back into making sure I can put this podcast on. It is greatly appreciated. And then... Head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. If you're fucking with me and Joseph, we've got our 52 year journey through film going on right now. Last Friday was The Matrix, which concluded the 90s, which means in two days' time, there will be the 90s film awards available for you. And then two days after that, we begin the 2000s. We're officially into the era in which we were alive for. 
so this Friday we will be covering Gladiator, starring Russell Crowe. Very excited for you to see that or hear that, listen to that. Go was ahead. Alive. That's good. Was was alive when the movie actually came out. Was as was, was I. I was, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little under five months old. I was I was very infantile. But uh, <laughs> yes, Gladiator this Friday, uh, '90s Film Awards on Wednesday. Uh, poll list and high republic review on thursday at patreon.com slash coroblum so we're keeping the penny bloomers fed uh we're we're keeping you fed Uh, and again if you're fucking with me and joe on august 8th here in a couple weeks uh, we'll be joining mcu on repeat to discuss the avengers which i'm very excited about never officially discussed the avengers on a podcast we will eventually probably Mm -hmm sometime in the middle of next year um if i had to if i had to guess so myself um but uh very very excited for that i'll be the end of next year <laughs> in november 2023 that we discussed the avengers on this podcast but yeah mcu on repeat go ahead and check them out they've been a very very big supporter of the podcast for a while now and we intend to support them the same way. Hopefully going to get them on the podcast as well uh, for something soon. For something soon. Um, but yeah, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Oh, it is always a pleasure to have you. And I'll catch you next week for the Westworld Watch 406. Mm. Very excited for that. Remember, peace, love, and bloom. And these violent delights have violent ends.